Kingdom greetings and kingdom blessings to you. This is your Lifeline Coach, Rhonda Taylor, coming to you today with life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Today, I want to talk about vision. Do you have a vision? Uh huh. The Bible says it's good like this. It says, uh, write the vision and make it plain. Write the vision and make it plain. I gave the women that I work with, they're called WWAP, Women with a Purpose. I t- uh, spoke with them about making a vision scrapbook versus a vision board. A lot of people make vision boards, which is a good thing to do. Like sometimes maybe if you have a class and that particular day, you all are taking time to put together a vision board. And then once you're done with the vision board, you'll, you know, kind of line it up around the class, you know, kind of like they do when they in pre-K and kindergarten. I know you say that's what it sounds like, but very interesting and very educational, uh, very cre- being very creative. Uh-huh. And that's showing that you do have a vision because the, the Bible says, once again, write the vision and make it plain. But when it comes to survival, okay, uh, we are visual uh, species, if you will. Our eyesight is our most developed sense, okay? Uh, We have a stereoscopic sight that can detect a wide variety of colors and shading. Uh, This, uh, in turn, uh, lets us see easily, see patterns and movements. These combined abilities allow us uh, to avoid becoming dinner while uh, trying to get dinner for ourselves and our families, okay? Our vision helps us to uh, physically succeed, and it still does to this day. Okay. Now, I don't know what vision that you have. Um, we're going to get to the part of being creative after we, after I'm done with this. But when you're writing your vision, you want to have it so clear and so vivid to where when you, you know, when you go before a person that may be an investor or whomever that you're going to or somebody that may be in your circle may want to just invest. You might not want to go out and, you know, do nothing extra, but I would say go the extra mile. Okay. Um, if you, uh, What's his name? I believe his name was Eric Thomas. He said it well. He said, if you if you don't invest a thousand dollars or more into yourself, then you can't not expect anyone else to invest that much in you. So if you won't go out and, and invest in yourself, or sometimes you gotta lose money to get money. And I, you know, I've been um I was <laughs> I used to be a person, I didn't like losing money, uh, and I used to have a a friend of mine that used to like to do scratch offs and she liked to, she likes to gamble. And I'm like, you know, I don't like losing a dollar. And she was like, girl, you missing out. Let me tell you what I've won when I was doing my scratch offs. So one day I just tried it. I spent $2 on a scratch off card. This was years ago. This was maybe like in 2002, I mean, 2001, uh, 2000. I had bought a scratch off card and it was around the time around about Valentine's day. And so, um, I paid $2 for the card and I was working at this, um, at this, uh, business place where they was having scratch off. So I was sitting there scratching it off and, and everything. And I'm like, oh yeah, in my mind, I'm already thinking, you know, as a man thinking in his heart, <laughs> so is he. So I'm scratching the card. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to win none. That's why I don't spend my money on this stuff. I don't like spending money. As soon as I scratch it off, I seen a hundred dollars. I'm like, whoa, something said, purchase another one. I said, no, nah, no, nah, I believe I'll stick with this hundred dollars. I don't spend $2 on the card. This is as far as I'm going to go. Thank you for the hundred dollars and I was done. And so, um, when the young lady that came in that we was changing shifts, she said, um, 
Oh, so you finally bought your scratch off, huh? You finally spent a dollar. I said, no, I sp- actually, I spent $2. She said, wow, what, what a huge amount. I said, yeah, but I got $100. Can you believe it? She said, yeah, you took a chance. She said, in the smallest things, take chances. If you're thinking that, if you're always walking in fear and thinking, and walking in doubt and always doubting yourself and, and you know what you're capable of doing and you, you might lose a little to get a little. And so I was like, girl, I don't like losing money. But can I tell you years ago, years ago, like in the 80s, you know, I was a very daring person. I didn't, you know, I didn't think about losing money because I used to travel to, um, Miami and I would do uh go to like the Greyhound races where they was racing the dogs and they was um uh, racing horses and all that. I used to go to those type of events and man, I the first time I betted on a horse, I came home with I'm talking about thousands, okay? And I can't even tell you why I chose that horse because it's very disgusting of why I chose this horse. It was something that this horse did in front of me. And I'm like, oh, I'm t- I'm a- this is the horse I'm going to choose. And so the people that were with me, I was with some friends of mine uh, that was from Jamaica. And we was just hanging out every year. We would go to Miami. We would go there to do horse racing and, and uh, stuff like that and just hang out and have fun. And so uh, I went home and I had money. I'm talking about I had my pockets was fat. And then I was taking chances. Like I didn't think about losing money. And it wasn't just the fact because I knew I had a lot of money and the guy I was dating had a lot of money. But it was the fact that I, I just took chances then. And so I said, what part in my life that did I become afraid to take chances and take risk on certain things? That's good. I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about taking risks to you know it will uh, cause you your life or it's something that would jeopardize your whole family. I'm not talking about those type of risks. I'm talking about the business risk or something that you know that you love doing. You know, I love fashion design. Uh, I love creating things. Uh, you know, that's been my thing years ago uh, when I first started around, when I was around uh, 12 and 13, from 12 to the age of 15, I was in modeling school. My dad knew that's something that I loved. I love creating things. And I love being a model. So I was going to Cosmopolitan and I loved that school. Oh my God, I love that school. And so uh, I was a very creative person. And my mom, you know, I watched my mom. She was a very creative woman. You know, my dad would bring in material from, you know, where he worked. He had a lot of material. So my mom used to upholster her fer- all of her furniture in the living room. She would make pretty blankets and little throws and all that. She would make all that stuff for her house, her whole house was upholstered by her with her bare hands my mom was very creative I mean she took a little and made a lot out of it and so she was good with her hands and my dad was too my dad um he used to build houses um out in the rich neighborhoods I'm talking about he didn't get paid you know like rich the rich people were getting paid Uh, as a matter of fact they they would um kind of mishandle my dad you know they would you know shortchange him sometimes and my dad would be kind of sad from that and but anyway um I watched them they both was very good with their hands I would watch my daddy start building a house and then when he was done with the house he would then lay the bricks on the house and my dad was man he was bad to the bone with his hands oh my god my dad would you know make houses out of rocks bricks or whatever it was and and he was training uh my brothers how to uh, how to build homes and stuff like that. And so, 
Uh, even with my mom, I would see her do things with her hands. I'm like, man, that's what we got it from. And you know, they got it from God because God is a creator, you know, and we haven't got to let, let me not go ahead of myself because we're not talking about creative right now. Right now we are talking about the vision, but you know, I get ahead of myself because I get so excited when it comes to, uh, talking about being creative. Okay, uh, but then we want to just let me let's roll this back just a little bit. I don't know if I already said this. I might have because I'm so ahead of myself right now. And I'm just I'm so excited about the things that God is going to do. I know all the things we're looking at is a chaotic state in this world. How in the world are you talking about things like that? Yes, I'm going to talk about it. You know, during the pandemic for two years straight. I did free coaching for two years straight because of everybody was stuck in their homes. And so I made it, uh, made a platform to where every Saturday at the same time, I would be on live coaching people, encouraging people and training and equipping people and, and, you know, giving them that, that, uh, that push and that, you know, letting them know, I know where we are right now, but Hey, this may be a time for you to sit and listen and get equipped for what's to come. Because when this is over, when all this is said and done, what are you going to do afterwards? You know? And so some people went right back to their old ways and they start doing the same old thing and they get the same results. But I want you to take a, take a close listen to everything that I'm teaching and talking about today. And I want you to get up off of that sofa. I want you to put that remote control down because those people, people that you're watching on TV, those were creators. Okay. Excuse me. They created the film. They, they even brought the people that they want to make the film to make it to be what it, you know, what it is now. Like you may look at, like now I'm looking at television and I'm looking at, it's like the Bernie Mac show (laughs) and Bernie Mac, you know, everybody know he's funny, but that's his creation. It's something that he put together. That's his show. Okay. So what is in you that have not been manifested yet that nobody else can see, but you. So everybody that that no, Bernie Mac is no longer here. He's no longer living, but his shows are still being played. You know, his, you know, his name is still ringing. And you say Bernie Mac, everybody like, ah, a lot of people know him and some people don't, but more people, a lot of people do. They know him as a stand-up comedian and a lot of things. He got his own show and all that stuff. But even though he's deceased, his, his legend is still going on. He's still, everybody still talks about Bernie Mac. You even hear people mimicking Bernie Mac, how he talk and how funny he was in different shows. So what is you, what, what kind of legacy are you leaving and what kind of legacy am I leaving uh, behind? I don't want to just leave money. I want to leave ideas. I want to, I want to leave million dollar ideas for my children and my grandchildren to pick it up and keep it going. Okay. So when it comes to business and uh, success, vision is no less important to survival. Okay. However, instead of uh, our sense of sight, the vision involves our sense of imagination and uh, possibilities. Okay. Uh, vision and the business sense is, um, it's really the ability to visualize successful outcomes. Uh, it is the ability to imagine positive results. It is okay. <laughs> As is hard, the ability, uh, to dream of where you want to go with your business. How far do you want your business to go? Uh, do you want to just, I, I, you know, I'm a coach. I'm also, um, a pastor of a lovely ministry called the Lion of the Tribe of Judah Global Tent Ministries, where we, you know, travel and where we, you know, I train and where I equip and, and things like that. So, um, I want to be able to help people other than just church. 
I want to be able to equip their minds for what is it that God has put into your hands, like he said with Moses. What is that in your hand, Moses? Moses ran from it at what time? And some of you are literally running from the place where God is trying to take you to. Or you're running from the people that God is trying to place you around, more business-minded people, people that are going somewhere, and they don't make you feel less than where you already are, you know. So I'm not just training people to just love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. Give your life to the Lord. You know, accept God into your heart and your soul and your mind. You know, I don't want to just have a Holy Ghost filled people. I want to see people saved, delivered, and set free. But I also want to see them to prosper. As God said, I want to see you prosper and be in great health, even as your soul prosper. He said, I created you. I gave your hands to be able to create wealth. So if he if he didn't if he didn't mean that, he wouldn't have put it in the Bible. God is a we once again we back. I'm jumping ahead of myself again, talking about the creativity of. God and the creativity of man. Okay. But let me just bag it up a little bit. Spend a few minutes each day visualizing where exactly you plan on going and uh, you plan and how you plan on getting there. Okay. Now this is not daydreaming. You have some people that's far from it. Okay. This is focused development. Can you say that with me? Focused development. Okay. Then scheduling. Okay. And then last but not least, organization. Okay. In one of my podcasts, I talked about organization. That is key to a lot of things. Get organized, put everything in its perspective to where, you know, if you got everything labeled, colored and color coded and everything, you can know, you know, in the beginning, at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about, we're very visual beings. Okay. We recognize color. We recognize shapes and all that. So I say color code everything that you're doing. Okay. Plan your day by seeing the optimum outcomes. Okay. This is the same process as you, I don't know if you know, but some things I, you know, I love to do a lot of research on things, but what I was reading is that, uh, athletes use, uh, use their, their, um, they have this Han, H-O-N-E, their performance, okay? The athletes use to Han their performance, H-O-N-E. Go look it up. This is the same process that they use, okay, to Han their performance, okay? When you imagine yourself succeeding, you are more likely to actually succeed, okay? But you got to visualize it. You got to see yourself there. I recall my oldest daughter saying, Oh mama, I, you know, I, I could visualize myself playing the, playing the keyboard or playing the organ and singing and I, you know, I'd be singing cause my daughter is bad. She got a beautiful voice. You know, all of my kids and grandkids, they so creative, man. God have blessed them so much. I see a lot of my creativity through my children and you know what? We, here we go again. I can't, I can't stop talking about creativity. We're going to get there. Okay. I know you said that girl is funny, but anyway, someone will hire you to take their, to take time to build theirs. So why would you take, why would you take the time to build someone else's uh, dream or build someone else's vision when God have given you the same thing, but probably more? Why would you, why would you take time and focus on somebody else's vision? I was talking to my granddaughter while dropping them off this, dropping her off this morning. And I was telling her, I said, you know, y'all have so much in, in you know, 
uh, in you and you got to know who you are and whose you are and, and, and you enjoying everybody else's dinner table. You liking how they got their table set up. Oh, that table is bad. Well, you can set your own table, make your own table look very flamboyant. You know, some people want to come there and sit at your table and be like, oh my God, it's elegant up in here. Everything in here is like the way God said it's paved in gold and it's beautiful. And then God said, we're going to talk about now. I, I couldn't wait to get to this point. We want to talk about being creative. Creativity can be elusive, okay? It's not something that you can summon at, at will. When it happens, it strikes just like lightning. I, I, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and I get excited every time I talk about creativity, okay? But as we talk about creativity, I use the word lightning. they like, lightning? Yes. Yeah, lightning, it, it's, it's just like lightning. Like lightning. It could be... Um, unpredictable as we know however because creativity is an essential element of a successful business mindset yes a mind your mindset you got to have your your mind in the right places if your mind is on something that's irrelevant something that's not even tied to where you're going and you're thinking of all this crazy stuff and it's not it's not conducive to your environment you got to know, let it go. I don't care if you're in the same, you know, you know how people say you're a product of your environment. You don't have to be. It depends on what your environment is like. Okay. But if you, uh, if your environment is not good, then you can make something good out of it. You can change the narrative of your story. Okay. It is necessary to understand the, the creative process of uh, the create process, I'm sorry, the creative process and how you and the business owner can cultivate your own creative juices. You got this, it's in you, okay? The creative process is largely internal, okay? No one ever wakes up and says, hey, today I'm going to be creative, okay? Then you got some like me that's kind of, you know, to you I may be a little loony tune or whatever, but Hey, I'm creative. And sometimes creative people look a little loony because they go all out and they think outside of the box. You know, they, they know that you buy a coloring book and you say, okay, you got the color in the lines. Well, the, the person that created that coloring book, those are their lines. I'm going to create my own lines and color inside of my lines. I may make it look even better. Creativity is all about taking in a lot of influences and letting those influences combine. Okay. Um, we got to know, let, let me stop here just for a moment, okay, and talk a little bit about soil, just a little bit, okay, together uh, mentally, let's just think of your mental, okay, let us think, it up, think of it as potting soil, okay, uh, where you're planting seeds, new seeds, well, new ideas, okay, uh, the more the more you plant the seeds and the more you water it, the more it grows, okay? The more things you learn, you read and you see, you hear, the more creative your soil uh, and, and is able to produce, if you will. Your soil is able to produce because you're, you're, you're learning more, you're reading more, you're seeing more, you're being exposed to, to great things and great ideas and people that are going places. So as a business owner, who wants to be creative? That's a question I, I have for you today. As a business owner, you are a business owner. You, you know, I see you moving forward. I see you uh, climbing ladders. And don't you know when you're going up a ladder, it's only made for one person at a time? 
So you may be trying to pull someone aside alongside you that's not prepared already or have the mindset of a business owner. So you're pulling them beside you and you're trying to get them to see something that you see, but they can't seem to see it. And while you're talking to them about your business propositions and the things that you're thinking about doing, it's like you're saying want, 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 want to them because they're getting, they have no understanding because that's your vision. And they may not be a person of, a, of business. They may be followers, you know, people that you, and I, and I have to agree with this. Sometimes being a great, you, you can follow for a while till you learn, but then once you, once you've learned, then those followers that you, you watched this producer, you paid attention to this actress, you've watched this person, you know, produce wealth, you watch this. Okay. Now that you've watched this, you went to school, you, you've learned a lot. Okay. Now it's time for you to produce. It's time for you to produce your own soil and your seeds and then water it. Okay. So as a business owner, again, I'm going to ask you a question. Who wants to be creative? Now, as you know, in the podcast, you are able to leave uh, messages, concerns, questions, or what have you. You're able to leave that um, on, I have, I'm on Spotify as well as Anchor. So uh, Anchor and Spotify allows you to have room enough to uh, count, kind of leave messages and, you know, if you will on there. Okay. So the best thing that you can do is to get out there. Okay. In the world and open yourself up to new experiences. That's the thing. Okay. Now I asked you the question. I said, who wants to be creative? Who wants to own their own stuff? Who want to have their own brand? Okay. The best thing you can do is get out there, get out there. You can't, you're not going to, Nobody knows you. Don't nobody knows your name. Nobody knows your creativity. Okay, they see you at church. They know you go to church, you carry your Bible, you're saved, you're sanctified, your Holy Ghost filled. That's good. Okay. But they don't know nothing past that. They don't know anything about you. Okay. Um, I've written six books. Six. That's not all I'm gonna write. That's not all I'm going to write. I've written six books. Okay. You can go on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles and check them out. The victim survived from victim to victorious in God. Uh-huh. Coming out of the grave clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, hold up. Coming out of the grave clothes. 15 years of leading while bleeding. Um, um, bring it to my remembrance. Um, I am the game changer. Uh-huh. Last but not least, uh, ready, set, grow. I had to think, okay? <laughs> but anyway, I've written six books and you can order those on Barnes and Nobles and also Amazon, okay? But anyway, moving forward, because I, you know, I want to I want to keep being creative, not just writing books, but creating certain things that people want, you know, things that people need. You want to, you want to have something that people need and want. So if something ever happens again, like, um, we go into another recession or something may happen and, and somebody may need what you have, what everybody else, all the other stuff is like a necessity. I don't really need that. That's not, that's not nothing that I need. I, this right here is a necessity. I need this. I need this, (laughs) but the other stuff is not, you know, I don't need that, but I need what she have. Like I said before, the pandemic, 
I had people following me for two years straight because it was free. And um, I was, you know, I was encouraging people and giving people ideas on how to create and how to do things in their businesses. So, you know, I have a few people say, you know, a lot of people now, you know, you're giving things away free. They ain't going to want to pay for it when it's time. Well, the right people will. The right, the right people will come up in my midst and they will definitely want what I have because what I have is what you need. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving forward. Be curious about many different things. You want to. Okay. Develop hobbies. If you don't have a hobby, develop one. Challenge yourself. Do the unexpected. The more you push your own personal envelope, I was telling my granddaughter that. Oh my God. I said, you know, the more you you push your own envelope instead of always trying to push somebody else's envelope. That's their idea. The place you work in right now, that's their idea. And you bringing more ideas to their business and their business is booming. Okay, now, now that their business is blooming and you got the whole concept down and you know, why don't you create your own business? Yeah, you got to crawl before you can walk, okay? Sometimes people jump out there and they fall right back down because they're, the whole concept was wrong. They didn't sit down. They didn't, um, they didn't sit down and write it down, write the vision down. They didn't do any of that. Okay. So when, when those batteries are charged up, when you are all charged up and hyped up, <laughs> it is much more likely, uh, that, uh, inspiration will strike you. Okay. Who knows where that idea will take you? Who knows? The reason why um, some of you have no clue because you're walking around in fear, okay? You're walking around in fear and you're thinking that everybody else's stuff is better than yours, okay? Everybody else's stuff, okay? You might have, your stuff may be good, but let me tell you about mine, okay? Let me tell you what I have. I got what you need, okay? And a lot of people are not, you're not staying focused. You're not keeping your eyes on what, um, what's good for you and your business? You know, um, God gave us power again to create wealth. What are you doing with your power? What are you doing with it? You know, um, I want to leave this with you. Stay focused. Okay. Uh, in any activity or endeavor, stay focused. It is important to build endurance. Okay, endurance can be defined as the ability to focus on the task at hand. Okay, and bring it, bring it to got tongue tied, bring it to, uh, bring it successfully to a conclusion. Okay, uh, some call it, um, what's the word, uh, fortitude, if you will. Okay, other call it strength or stamina. Okay, stamina, I'm sorry. Uh, no matter what, what you call it, endurance is the ability to preserve and get the job done no matter what. Stop focusing on everybody else's vision and focus on yours. Usually when we speak of endurance, we're referring to physical activity. Yet, as you know, endurance is as important in the business world uh, as it is anywhere else. Okay. In business circles, endurance usually takes uh, the form of focus, okay? Instead of, uh, we always look at things in the physical. It becomes the ability to concentrate successfully on your God-given task, okay? Focus is so critical. 
Focus is a critical skill for any business owner, especially in today's fast-paced world, okay? Um, keeping several uh, e- equally important balls in, a, in the air, okay, at one time. You ever seen that? I think that's at the circus where they be having those balls and they be juggling those balls. You know, you got to have focus to do that, okay? Uh, so how do you focus on uh, multitasking? How? Okay, at a situation where, by this very uh, definition, several things are happening at once. How do you stay focused? Well, let me say this. (laughs) The key to successful focus is attention. When several things are happening, uh uh-huh, simultaneously, I can never pronounce that word. I get tongue-tied. You need to concentrate on only one thing. Let me just say that, okay? One thing at a time. This doesn't mean that you bring one task to full completion before you start another. Rather, you spend just enough time on a given task to take it to the next stage of development. And then you turn your attention to another task. In some sense, uh, it's a little like being the mother the mother duck with ducklings, okay? You give your attention to the duckling uh, that is farthest out of line, okay? Nudging it, nudging, okay? Nudging it forward, go forward, okay? To where it should be before you turn your attention to the next little duck, okay? Each duckling gets a measure of your focus, but none gets your full attention at, at all times, okay? So in this way, each task, gets moved along in turn and all of your and all of your I'm talking about all of them are successfully completed in time all of them and I hear people say I believe I got ADHD you know I used to think that years ago like man I start on this and I stop and start on this and I start on this and I stop and start on this no one thing at a time give your focus I used to I use the ducklings as an I know you said that's so elementary but I I try to make it as plain so a child can understand okay you got all these ducks in a row and one of them get out of line okay you nudge at the one that got out of line to put them back in line but at the same time you got to put your focus back on all of them okay and you got to keep them moving straight forward straight forward okay but you don't lose your focus on any of them but you can't give your all your attention to that one duck because if you give your attention to that one duck, all the other ducks will go there in another direction. And then it's hard for you to get it back into to its proper place. So I'm going to end with stay focused. Okay. We say um, my, my thing that I always tell people in the, in the spiritual realm when we're talking, when we're at church, I say, keep your eyes on God. Stay focused. Okay. Keep your eyes on God. Stay focused. Okay. You got to know the creator. Now we're going back to the creation, okay? When God breathed breath into man, he breathed himself into you, okay? And when he did that, he saw that it was good. And when he breathed breath into man and he became a living being, he also at the same time while breathing into man, he breathed into woman, okay? So... Even though he took the rib and taken it away and started creating the woman, but the breath was still in the woman because it never said that after he started creating creating her, that he blew breath into her again. So that means that breath was already in her. 
when she was taken from the rib of Adam. So whatever that God blew into, it became, and he said it was good. So when God created all the animals, all the unique, I mean, they all have their own unique way. All of them look different. Some look good, some not so good, but they all have their own unique ability, their own unique ways. They all serve a purpose. The giraffe, the orangutan, the monkeys, the the lions, the bears, they all. He created, he created the heavens and the earth. And then, you know, on the, when he finished it, he stood back and said, this is good. So the same breath that he breathed into, that he breathed into you, you became. And it's good. So I want to encourage you. You got good breath on the inside. You may not see it. You may not recognize it. Maybe because of the things and the people that you've been around never made you feel. Nobody should ever make you feel any kind of way. You got to make yourself feel good. You got to make yourself do these things. Because when God spoke to you about your life, your vision, your ministry, your businesses, that person was not there. It wasn't a conference call. It was your, you and God's call. So use the breath that God blew into you to create the things that's already on the inside of you. <laughs> so on that note, I pray today that I have given you some great nuggets to go off on today. I pray that I have given you some great nuggets that you could move forward into your vision, into your purpose. Uh-huh. But while doing so, stay focused. Again, I am your lifeline coach, Rhonda Taylor, extending lifelines. What kind of lifelines, coach? I'm, I'm extending love. I'm extending ideas. Uh huh. I am extending uh, help. Uh huh. I am extending uh, teaching. Uh huh. I am extending. I have so much that I am extending to where I can't even keep up with it myself. New ideas. Uh huh. I'm extending all of that to you. So take that as a tool and let's move forward. Have an amazing day. This is your coach. This is your motivator. This is your encourager, Rhonda Taylor. Have an amazing day.